A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello. And welcome back to The Shift. It's Des here, and it's hump day. It's time for The Shift every Wednesday. Thanks for being with us, uh, even if it's not Wednesday for you. There's no penalty for listening later in the week. Um, myself and Katie have a great app coming up for you guys. We, uh, we're focusing on uh, long-term relationships. We, we got two married comics. Uh, who are in a, both happily married, monogamous relationships, and we feel like that's an area that we've been neglecting on this podcast, probably due to a lack of uh, experience on both of your co-hosts' part. I have been in a long-term relationship, but not for a while. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Uh, we're definitely talking about that today. Two great comics, Mike Cannon, uh, Irish-American comic, from Rockland County, New York, and Alexis Guerreras from Newark, uh, Newark, New Jersey, not far from New York. Um, you may or may not be familiar with that due to the airport or the original home of Tony Soprano uh, in the in the Sopranos. Anyway, uh, we discuss it at length early on. In fact, we uh, we, we digress a little early on. So uh, be prepared for that. We don't really get into the the meat of the conversation for for quite a few minutes. Also, we recorded live at the Olive Tree, which is the upstairs cafe over the Comedy Cellar. Uh, so it's quite a lot of activity, noise, background noise. So it uh, brings a bit of energy, but uh, just be aware of that. And um, I mean, that's really it. In case you're wondering, I'm currently in West Hampton Beach, Long Island, or West Hampton Dunes to be 100% official. Uh, just after a Peloton workout, uh, bought myself a Peloton. Very happy with it, I have to say. So uh, I'll be heading back to my uh, my leisure activities after I upload this onto uh, onto Acast. Anyway, in the interim, this is a you know long term relationship tips. Uh, the we're we're embracing. The, the joys of monogamy, and uh, it's really just a tribute to, to those that stick it out with each other. So, I hope you enjoy. Chat to you at the end. So, anyway, guys, 
Welcome to the podcast. Just just to give our listeners a, a sense of place, we're at the Olive Tree at the Comedy Cellar, so we have a little bit of a background noise. Yeah. A bit of atmosphere. I like it. It's like a romantic comedy, like a date scene. That's right. This is a date. <laughs> I'll have what she's having. <laughs> <laughs> which is in Katz's Deli, which you, you yeah. know, like I live yeah, around yeah. the corner, so I always have to say to people, I'm like, Katz's Deli is famous. Most people don't know. They're like, really? Is it famous? I was like, yeah, you know, it's where Meg Ryan had the fake. Oh, my God. Is that where that was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did they also ever say what the dish was? That she that, that I think it was ordered? the vegan salad. <laughs> oh, <that laughs> no. was pre vegan. There was yeah, no yeah, vegans yeah. there. There were no vegans. They weren't allowed. A, was it not a Reuben? We used to stole them, stone them. What, did huh? she get a Reuben? Oh, I just know that people always go there for their Reubens. I think people don't even understand the secret of real cats. You tip before you ask for your food, and you get the good cuts. Oh. That's why people are like yo, Katz's ain't good. Now you're cheap, son. <laughs> Katz's is good. Anyone who says Katz's isn't good, come on. It's not the best anymore, but it's good. No, it's not the best, but I mean, it's a pretty serious sandwich. Have you had one, Mike? Yeah, I've enjoyed where, where it quite from? a bit. I'm from here. Oh, you're I from was, here. I was born on the Upper West Side, yeah. Oh, my God. You're actually from the island of Manhattan. Yeah, yeah. Well, come the on. Second... You grew up in fucking. Well, I grew up. My parents had, a, had an apartment down here on uh, Christ- had, uh, and Barrow, on Barrow Street. And then oh. uh, I grew up in Rockland County, though, for. Like ten years, but in and around the city because my dad worked in here yeah. and my uncles oh. all worked. Like in I used there. to stay yeah. with my cousins on the Lower East Side. But so I'm you're from Newark, born and raised, really very proud. Three locals and an immigrant. Me, yeah. fucking immigrant. Yeah. And so <laughs> we've honestly asked. build that wall. Okay. <laughs> I'm already in. Build it. Yeah, 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 yeah. me in here. <laughs> if you're worried about her con, you have to build a wall on McLean Avenue. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's a joke for Rockland County people. I get it. Honestly, I performed up there. <laughs> I performed up there. It is wild Irish. That joke works great when I'm in fucking Rory Dolan's. I can yeah. tell you. Yeah, yeah. But guys, that's not the vibe of the podcast. But Mike, you're Irish American, right? Yeah, I played Gaelic football too for oh, a long time. I was going to ask yeah, you. Yeah. You played up in Rockland County. Mm-hmm. How old are you? I'm 34. But dude, this team destroyed. Destroyed in Ireland, right? Yeah, we played. So we didn't lose for like five, six years in the States. Then we went over to uh, San Francisco to play like the second best team in the country. We made quick work of them. Then we went to Ireland in 2000 when I was like 15. And we played nine counties and we won seven. Wow, what was That's you, amazing. What, so yeah. were you the Rockland County team or were you like the New York team? Yeah, we were Rockland GAA. But then, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I we played didn't, Gaelic up there, by the way. Yeah, we didn't take anybody from like St. Barnabas or anything like that. Like those guys were separate. And My brother's with the Rangers. Oh, and then nice. later on he played with like Kerry and a few other yeah, senior yeah. teams. I mean, we used to play he probably Gaelic played Park. against my brother. We probably have. Actually. Yeah, Mike Bishop. <laughs> what are we going to talk about? Hurling next? Sorry. <laughs> I mean, honestly, <laughs> I played <laughs> hurling for eight seconds and got hit with the stick. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. I saw a guy at a bakery in Galway order food and he put his hand on the uh, on the whatever the display case and every finger was pointing in a different way <laughs> and I was like dude you're a hurler right he's like yeah how'd you know I'm like look at your fucking <laughs> hands <laughs> oh, you guys <laughs> are really up me. on your Irish knowledge he could have killed yeah, me I performed in Ireland like three times in the last like Last year, I love Ireland. But you really? and your wife love Ireland, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. I By the way, I've got... Look at Katie, Katie did a little professional yeah. switch it onto the top. <laughs> yeah. You I got like life. $185 worth of jam coming my way. A buddy oh. of mine just went, and he stopped at the jam place for me, oh, buddy. I love jam. Oh, you have no idea. I am turning it's it up. It's such a fun smuggle. Yeah, it's dude. Oh. People are the lady won't like, ship it to the U.S. cocaine headed my yeah. way. <laughs> no, like, buddy, I got it. The most unfiltered <laughs> jam Unstepped on jam. It is strawberry <laughs> and champagne no from oh, County Clare Jam Shop. Shouts to Doolin. County Shout Clare Jam. Doolin Jam. Oh, Doolin. Yo, it really is the greatest jam you'll All you got to do is put like a red and white napkin with a rubber band over it, and it automatically tastes better. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, wow. Yeah. It's yeah. A homemade jam. No, man, I went into the lady's house. 
her son caught me working on a computer. She asked me to fix her website, and he came in from Toronto, and he was like, uh, who are you? I was like, I'm your mom's friend, with this accent, <laughs> in the living room. It's, he was not happy. I'm here to fix her pipes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have, nice. you, have you ever had a digestive biscuit? Yes, I have. have I like the chocolate-covered ones. Oh. No. No no chocolate, but just a plain one with jam, real See, good. what are they called? Digestives? Digestives, yeah. yeah. We've been I've been calling them digestives. <laughs> wow. Sound a little bit fancy. Are they just like fiber cakes? They're like a basic cookie. I don't know how to they describe them. They make a shit, them. dude. They got a lot of fiber, I think man. I've had them with tea, right? Yes. Yeah, you dip yeah, them okay. in. Yeah, Not those. too long. You'll lose it. Right, right, so the last question, then, where are your people from? Where, County where? Mayo. Oh, Mayo. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Which is weird because I think my my grandmother's from there. Her, her maiden name is Ford. And then Barden is somewhere over there as well. And then my parent, my dad's side, Cannon, is from kind of over there. So there is some for sure inbred lines <laughs> amongst my family. We have some, yeah, we have some touch That's of sickness. Fine. Once you have yeah. no, uh, well, <laughs> the touch the, of the, the problem. A lot of dim leaves. The genuine problems of cystic fibrosis is a problem. Oh, no kidding. Our, yeah, very high rates of cystic fibrosis in Ireland due to that, you know, that, that, that's in the gene pool. And, um, well, alcoholism. But yeah, yeah. So but you're I, more I than Irish, both. right? What's that? You're more than Irish, no? You're not just Irish. My dad, no, my dad's dad was English. That's it. Oh, because you could tan a little bit. I got a little bit, of, but the, the, some Irish do Oh, that. no, yeah. My dad tans yeah. so well. Oh, my God, yeah. My wife's family is like 99% Italian, but there's one Irish, and she's fair with red hair. You've seen her. Yeah. She cannot. She goes red back to white. Like, it's crazy. And she's Italian? Yeah, she's mostly Italian, but she's got Irish skin and hair. And then what are you, Guerreras? Is that some sort of Latino? Yeah. <laughs> Cuban. <laughs> oh, Cuban. What filthy yes. lineage yeah. is what? <laughs> what? From where in Mexico should your family what go back Spanish to? Spanish colony? What's Spanish? I bet that wall. Who am I hating? Yeah, Guano. So, um, well, anyway, we have you. We've had a lot of requests from people that listen to our podcast to talk about more long-term relationships. So, Alexis, you're married, right? Are you married, both married? Yeah, yeah. Both married. Oh, yeah, you're both, both married. married. He's having a kid. I'm avoiding it. Oh, you, how you don't have a kid yet? No kids, no nothing. So no pets. People wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, the. The secrets to successful long-term oh, relationships. Because we've got a lot of stuff about early relationship stuff, casual sex stuff, just just general sex stuff. But we yeah. haven't spe- specifically spoken about the secrets. And, and listen, we've also got- both been in extremely long-term relationships, right? right? Your relationship dates back to when you're I mean, ten years old. Yeah, literally when we were ten. What? But, I mean, my wife and I grew up as neighbors, and like, uh, so play but, doctor. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but you were just fingered her when we were kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool, dude. No, no, no love. I mean, don't make me angry. Casually finger your wife years sweet. before you guys were actually together. Oh yeah, in high school. Yeah, we were we were each other's first everything, and then really? we all branded. We both branched. You went out, got some experience, and then came back. How did you convince her to put on a strap on in high school? It took some muscling, but. You know, I told her it was before the internet, so nobody would know. So, <laughs> this is great. So, you you guys were first, like, first love and all that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Not and when you were 10, though, right? I mean, we dated, like, we literally were, like, boyfriend and girlfriend, you know, where you meet when you're waiting for the bus and shit like that. Like, I remember my wife wearing a full turquoise Charlotte Hornets starter jacket pullover Sweet. when we were in fifth grade, 10 years old, on the blacktop waiting for the bus. That was uh, so. It must have been '95. Wow. Yeah, and I remember. I remember exactly what she looked like. I remember everything about her. It's creepy. That's the first <laughs> time you saw her. That's the first time I saw her. Yeah, and then I think the following year, 
or maybe she moved it. She may have moved fifth grade because I lived there for one year prior to that. Wow. And I like kind of kind of knew her a little bit in fourth grade, but you know you mostly stick to your own class back then. Yeah. And then in fifth grade we kind of commingled, and then you know what you start dating you do outside of your classroom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice voice on this one, huh? <laughs> That's beautiful, man. So how long yeah. so were you together? Winnie, right? She was, yeah, yeah. Well, and then, name? but yeah. it didn't end well for them. <laughs> they they didn't make it. Yeah, they both got fat and didn't have a career. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's his tits is hosting some new show. Oh no, actually, he directed Always Sunny in Philadelphia he's, he's for like. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For like I'll ten years. Back. I take it back. Yeah, and she's like a math genius. <laughs> oh, she was a math genius. Yeah, she went to like Harvard or some shit. Yeah, MIT. she did. Uh, she did Dancing with the Stars, yeah. and her body is still crazy. Who are like these God. people? She's not the only. You one. never saw Wonder Years. If you're gonna come into our country, you know, ingratiate yourself. This is why Trump is adding a test. Nothing about her immigrant status. It's to do with her gender. Right. <laughs> she did not grow up with the Wonder Years. But don't the Wonder Years, you, you don't know what that is? No. Uh, it was, it was a not a good show. It wasn't but You're it was out of your but face. It, it wasn't was good. It's not good now. It was. But you it know, was good. It was there an was era where you were trapped in front of the TV watching the same. But also shit. incorrect. From now, even somebody who looks at writing TV shows, it's a solid show. Like yeah, the first pilot episode is really great. It's I didn't really all the baby real boomers. Hard. The baby boomers are having kids. The baby boomers are getting nostalgic. The yeah. kids are. Winnie's yeah. brother dies in the pilot. It's heavy immediately. And I it's couldn't fun, relate. And it's nostalgic. Everybody had well, of dads. Course, it's wow. Super white. <laughs> I couldn't relate. Yeah, everybody oh, has dads. Yeah, I was like. What the fuck is this? <laughs> Nobody this defected. Yeah, this ain't real. <laughs> Nobody's uncle's wearing a wife beater drinking Dominican beer at noon. <laughs> fuck out of here. In their, fairness. Their haircuts take yeah, 15 minutes. Yeah. In fairness. No one needs a hanger lack. to start the car. I don't believe it. <laughs> there was a severe lack of black eyes on women in that show. If it was, yeah, if it was yeah. touching Whoa. on real, real Whoa. <laughs> the realistic Whoa, baby boomer. Racist right at the end. Yeah. <laughs> racist against white. Like black oh, eyes. Oh, oh, oh. oh Not black guys. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I thought you I said black like guys. <laughs> no, no, I thought you were specifically talking about Latinos. Oh, Latinos. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the women beating the men. No, no, if we all know as well. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to talk about Latinos. The, the women yeah, are the no, dangerous that's a, that's ones. That's a tale as old as time. Too. Anyway, this, this, this one spiral. year's digression is way too long. Poor Katie is sitting here like clueless. <laughs> it was a show about a, a chubby kid who liked an Asian chick. She Asian? Yeah. Who? Winnie. Winnie. No. No, she was... She was She's like Polynesian or something. No, I, I think mean, maybe a little Native American in there somewhere. But wait, can we, hey, could you, let's, can, can let's we come back to... She's got a dash of impurity. Wait, <laughs> I... So let's come back to your... She shouldn't have been allowed in that neighborhood. So, oh, we're only kidding, Ireland. We've lost <laughs> We're only kidding, Ireland. By the way, this is... So, Mike, so Mike <laughs> this is how just, we start our show. Just, so, so, Mike, so you guys... Did you got you had sex and everything before you had this this temporary? Yeah, when we were fifteen. When yeah. we were in high school, we uh, we slept together, and then you know we we kind of broke up. Would come back to each other in high school. We never officially dated, but every time we would have a break from each other's like significant others, we'd you know on Reconvene. break. Yeah, we'd meet out at a bar and like hook up that night, and like constantly kind of. I would visit her at Syracuse, and she would it, she didn't actually didn't visit me at the time. But um, you ever do that neighbor shit of like throwing the rocks at the windows or like? No, we had AOL Instant Messenger at that point. Uh, so like, it ruins everything. Technology was already getting involved. So, so, yeah. when, so when did you guys get back together together? Uh, the February February third, two thousand eight, oh, when right. the uh, when the New York Giants beat the New England Patriots <laughs> to ruin their perfect oh, season. Oh, uh, eighteen and one. Yep. Catch. It's the uh, the catch. greatest night of my life still to this day That's for several reasons. <laughs> yes, <God>. Please, <laughs> please change that when like your baby the comes out. Which is, is getting back together with my wife. <laughs> Everything else was also pretty fantastic. Please so, change that when the baby so comes what was out. It, yeah, so, this, so you guys get back together, and you've been together since, obviously. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah and so what was what was different what was what, what was it about then that said um well oddly enough i think when we got back together we both knew that we were like like we were kind of trepidatious for the first six months even after february 3rd where we didn't know if we were going to actually commit because we both knew it was going to be the last one like it, it just like it had all the writing on the wall and you're a little like, older right you're a little wiser. 23 yeah so not really that old yeah. and, and certainly and, not that wise no but both of us were young and old enough at the same time to just be like fuck this is like this is gonna be serious so i guess i guess we'll jump into it but we Are ended you a up comedian yet yeah oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Already or started. maybe not right when we first started dating but like into it yeah into two more or less 2009 it's also probably important to understand his wife a little bit she is one of the most cool with whatever's happening people like she just goes with the flow might be different behind closed doors but She's just like so chill. Like Mike could be running around pretending to like jerk off on somebody's back and laughing and just like having a good old time. And she's just sitting there like, yeah, that's Mike. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's what it comes with knowing somebody since they were 10. Yeah. And, and behaving the same way. But so. <laughs> I say that to say it's a positive. Like when you see them in, interacting together, you're like, these are two pieces of a puzzle that just fit. They're perfect together. Aww. So it was always meant to be. Maybe. I mean, but I don't I'm know sure if I believe me, in but that. But yeah. Yeah, but, but I'm sure you both are glad that you had your... Your other life. Yeah, I, I sure am. I'm, I mean, I'm glad for both myself and for her. I would feel very uncomfortable if I was her only sampling of penis. Like, it would just be <laughs> like, I'd constantly be like, Aren't, don't you wonder? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I would. It's only natural for people to be like, well, I'm, I'm still super happy with this, but like, what else is there? It's like, yes. I don't have the universal cock. I just have my own, so... I and your own skills. There could be a different fit out there. I wish someone did have a universal <laughs> cock. That'd be hilarious. That'd be fun, right? Awesome. It just filled to each vagina. You can get them in CBS at the at scene on TV. Yeah. Section. <laughs> yeah. Universal yeah. penis. Yeah. Uh, if the vagina is an hourglass, it just kind of fills those areas. <laughs> Good luck getting it out. You know. <laughs> so, so before we get into the secrets to your your long term success, yeah. Alexis. Yeah. How did you guys meet? How long uh, have you guys been together? 18 years together. 18 years. Wow. Uh, 12 years married. Uh, we met first day of uh, college orientation. and Where were we in college? St. Peter's in Jersey City. Right. Ivy League. Um, yeah, you traveled far. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't have a car, so I was like, where can the train get me to? Um, <laughs> and who's giving me money? I, we both got accepted to NYU. Actually, that's how we first started talking. We both got accepted to NYU. I got accepted to Stern and Tisch, so the School of Business and the School of Arts. And I got accepted for filmmaking. And my mom's like, you can't afford NYU, and you're not going to be a director. She's like, you're getting out of Newark. She's like, go to business school. You could do whatever you want so after you graduate. go to Jersey City. Yeah, go to go to a real college. Uh, <laughs> I know business starts in Manhattan, but you got to get your feet wet. Yeah, in but JC. it also dies in Jersey City. <laughs> <laughs> in fairness, after 9-11, actually a lot of companies did move to Jersey City. So it's yeah, not that's completely true. shit. That on, is true. On uh, what happened Jersey. on 9-11? Yeah, <laughs> I forgot. Uh, <laughs> I promised I never would. Uh, so we met uh, first day, and you know, you're there for three days. You stay over for three days, and neither one of us were dorming there. And I weighed 100 pounds less than I do now. And we were all, we threw like a big party. I have to say that because people are like, what, did, what the hell did she see in you? Uh, we threw, I threw a huge party in my room and a bunch of people came and we, everybody, I told everyone, you got to dress like you're going to the club. Like, we're going to make it like big. You yeah. Know? The, the guy I was rooming with was a DJ and he had his equipment. I'm like, oh, we're doing this. So we threw this fucking massive like rage party and everyone's dressed like to the nines. And here walks in this woman in a wife beater, boxer shorts, sneakers. 
like rolling her eyes at everybody. My shirt's off. I'm getting a massage from a woman I hooked up with already in Newark. She's from the Ironbound section in Newark. Good school. They let in the kids from the Ironbound. Uh, <laughs> and I'm sitting there and I'm getting a massage from her, but I'm like just transfixed on this woman in front of me. So I asked her her name. And uh, she said it was Donna. I heard Madonna. And I was like, yo, your name's Madonna? That's so cool. And she's like, you are an idiot. She's like, I said Donna. I was like, oh, it's not as cool. <laughs> right? And I was like, well, you know, she goes, what's your name? And I go, Alexis. And she's like, okay. And I looked, I could see the look on her face like, that's a girl's name, you know? <laughs> uh, and she went to ask me another question. I go, wait, before you do, this is God's honest truth, the first thing I said to her. I said, what, before you ask me another questions, I said, what kind of car do you drive? And she goes, a Chevy. Why? I go, well, tonight you might be riding a Lexus. Oh my god. Oh, I know that's god. cheesy. That is cheesy. Shock your ass. Wow. Hold on a second. Here's what I have to say. Oh, you must have been a lot thinner, man. I was, I was a lot thinner. But here's the thing it's such a cheesy uh, phrase, or, you know, whatever, that it worked. It, like, it's so good. Like, she it worked too it. well. She yeah, I married it. her. It's too powerful. <laughs> now, here's the question. Nowadays, do you think. You shouldn't have liked that. Are you are you judging her for liking that by any no. chance? Because I'm judging. That's how my <laughs> I think everyone so should judge her. I'm judging her. I'm going like, come on. She actually <laughs> laughed and said that was the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And but like she laughed. Yeah. And you like the ice. I honestly thought it was a good line. Like I didn't. I did not suspect okay, that it was cheesy. Let's be honest. Yeah. You still think it's a good line. But I know yeah, that because it worked. it worked. It's like, dude, if you you know if you fall forward and the ball goes in the goal, like you still score. Yeah, you know it's got a hundred percent kill amen, rate. Man, amen. Yeah, I married the girl. You know what I mean? Listen, at the end of the day, bro, you're the guy with the name Alexis. Yeah, you've got a couple of puns to work with. <laughs> I got you don't get a chance to use it once or twice. I ain't got a lot. All right, I'm I got a lot. I've used here. a couple of bishop puns. Yeah. on stage in my life. I got a couple of bullies. It's not up. as good. It's not as good for coming on. It's no. like, hey, I'm a bishop. Are you yeah. over eighteen? Yeah. Forget it. Are you a young? To it. Are you a young boy? <laughs> That's like me seeing my girl in the sandbox when we're kids, and I'm like, you know what other box I'd like to play in? <laughs> Jesus, wow. you wanted that one to work well, so like, bad. Excuse me, Mister. Yeah, what's a box? If you were a kid and you pulled that off, that'd be pretty impressive. That'd be yeah. pretty good. Yeah, that guy's yeah. Dave Chappelle in the making. Yeah. <laughs> so so, sorry, yeah. so, go so ahead. that's it. And we, we didn't like date seriously for maybe a couple months. But that's the day that we used as the day we met. Because I had two girlfriends at the time. Like I was not serious. Like I wasn't exclusive. But I was seeing two different women at the same time. And uh, I'm saying women. We were like 17, 18. We were two <laughs> girls. And uh, she was like the only one I started to like really care about. Yes. So if I look back, I say where you fell in love in that one moment. I really do believe. But it's like one of those things where like. Love to me is like a building you I just opened the door in, you know, and walked in. I'm in the building. There's a lot more to find once you're in there. There's a lot more to travel. But like I, I stepped in. I'm in that. Like I reached that level at that moment. And right. then we sort of slowly fell in love and like it just never stopped. Like it just never at no point did we say like, oh, we shouldn't do this. There was one moment where she was like, This is moving a little fast. Maybe we should be friends. And I was straight up. I was like, there's no such thing as friends, like after this. Like we either do this or we don't. And she was like, yeah, you're right. That was stupid. And that was it. <laughs> you should have been like, is this a walk-up or has this got an elevator? Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. Not in the I'm in the building here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we got escalators at least? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fat guy. I'm going to be fat real soon. <laughs> Wait till you find out. But that, that, was nice. to me now. that was nice. You have a great story about your first kiss. Can you share that? Oh, so I at this party. That. Oh, that's what I was looking for. I, th I, I, She had said you have a great story. I, th I, I thought. Th but th it's after this. Oh, yeah, okay, great. It's a no, continuation. That's great. So remember I told you I threw that rager? Well, the, the PA, the TAs found out, and they, RAs, whatever they're called, and they kicked everybody out of the party. Okay. And 
the guy says to me, like, dude, you might get expelled to this party. So, like, all the women were staying in one dorm and all the guys were staying in another dorm. So they kick all the girls out of the, out of the room and they're trying to get, like, everyone's information. So I whisper in her ear, can I get a kiss? And she says something into my ear and then walks away. So I assume she said no. So I look over at my buddy and I was like, huh, I guess she didn't want to kiss. And he goes, nah, she said go outside. And I was like, ah, it's been too long already. I'm going to look thirsty. I, the term thirsty wasn't cool yet, so I don't know what I said. But I'm going to look thirsty. I'm going to look like desperate. And he goes, no, dude, go out there. I go, nah, it's okay. I'll see her tomorrow. And he physically turned me around and pushed me out of the room. Much easier to do at 100 pounds less than I weigh now. <laughs> and I like ran into the elevator and the door was closing. So I stuck my hand in and the door opens up. She steps out, plants a kiss on me, steps back in the elevator, door closes, and because it was all the girls going back to their dorm, all you heard is the elevator went down. It was like, aww. <laughs> <laughs> as it went down. It's literally a rom- I hope you wrote that down. I have. Yeah. Well, that is an actual rom It's yeah, legitimately it a rom go on and then all the a rom com moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would you suck a dick uh, in that elevator? Ever seen anything more queer? <laughs> yeah. 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 Kissing a chick yeah. softly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what are you? Will you love her? What a homo. Legit kids from Nork. No, that's exactly how they are. Yeah, As from that moment, star. we were like, you know, we're like, what's, uh, what's her name? Her name's Donna. Everyone oh, calls Donna, her D. Yeah. Everyone calls her D. Oh, that's nice. So now you got so, that, that what year was that again? That was ninety. That was two thousand, right? Wow. Eighteen, yeah, oh, two thousand. So pre nine eleven. Yeah, yeah, nine eleven <laughs> happened my sophomore year of college. <laughs> so you guys were together. A year, nine eleven. Wow, well, so she, it's your fault. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> it's funny you say it. Uh, <laughs> so well, they did. They did celebrate yeah. in Jersey City, according to Donald <laughs> Trump. Very true. Well, they, no, they did. Uh, they they didn't did. celebrate. Well, yeah. that's not okay. But no more. No, but one of the guys worked. So I, I manage real estate property. And I used to help people get jobs at the restaurants and the buildings we managed. Like they would say, do you know anyone? People would come to the real estate office and say, I'm looking for work. And I helped the dude, I helped a couple people get work. And I thought one of them at the time was Muhammad Adda because he worked at the place I was helping, but I never helped him get a job. How crazy is that? The dude was a dishwasher, one of the hijackers. Yeah, Muhammad Adda. He's the only name I remember. Muhammad Adda is like the only one I know, but it was one of the other dudes too. Nuts. Anyway, yeah. had nothing to do some with people like say, <laughs> some, people, <laughs> some people drop names like, you know, I knew Rob De Niro back in that day. It's yeah. interesting yeah. that that's the first thing. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, I rubbed elbows with Muhammad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know Bob De Niro? Cute. We you know who I know? He dropped a private plane literature <laughs> at my feet one day. Yeah. I was like, oh, good for you. Oh, Get you don't know license. Mo? You don't know Mo Ara? That a boy, Mo. Having yeah. big dreams. So, so. You, you can be honest or lie to this question, but so both of you have n- have not been with another woman since you both committed to those relationships. Yeah. No, well, I mean, for you, I know you're ten years old, but no, from the moment I met, we've been steady ever since. Yeah, I mean, I have since I was ten. For no, sure. no, no, I know, not but I'm, we, I'm talking about since the you guys have been yeah, together. Since yeah, we you're monogamous. Since we were a fish. Yeah. yeah. How long are you both married? I'm going on 13 years this year. Yeah, I'll be three in September. Oh, you're you're recently yeah. married. Yeah, and we're having a baby in July. Wow. And I'm avoiding it like That's the goddamn plague. I, I genuinely when you, when you say you're having a baby in July, it makes yeah. it sound longer. That's next month. That's in eight weeks. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy, man. Are you I afraid? Also, you know, yeah, of you, course. You know, I'm it's terrified. June I'm 4th, afraid right? for him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, yeah. Oh, it's the end of July. July 26th. Yeah. Wow. I am, uh, yeah, wildly terrified, but also uh, th- that level excited. So it's mm. like two. It's like, you know, an unstoppable force meets an immovable object. It's those two <laughs> feelings simultaneously at the same time. And that's why I sweat. <laughs> so yeah, that's I, why you sweat. Before I ask you about the, the pregnancy stuff, yeah. I, because there's too much to talk about, can I just focus on, do both of you have a time in your relationship where you reached a crisis of either 
you know, mundanity or just sick of each other or, you know, just moments where you just thought, how the fuck are we, you know? Yes. And yeah. yeah. Can, can you both share a bit of that? Just, I like, think just like things you took from that that help other people who may be dealing with that. I know? don't know that if it, it was mundane because I'm like a... Yeah, I don't want to put a thing on no, it. No, no, no. It's just like, for me, I'm a very simple dude. Like, I look at my life as buckets. I didn't think I was going to reach 30. I grew up in a really rough neighborhood. I wasn't like a thug or anything, but like shit used to happen all around me, all my friends. I had friends die when I was a teenager. So I just assumed life works out for other people and not for me. If I do something fun or cool, that'll be great. But if I don't ever hit it, I knew I wouldn't. You know what I mean? I was like, that's how, so I view my life in buckets. To me, like, here's the job I like, comedy. It's what I love to do. I grab a microphone. It makes me happy. That's all I want to do. You know, talk about soccer on a podcast. That's what I want to do. You know, uh, when it comes to like women, I'm like, nah, I just, this woman makes me very happy. So I never thought of, I don't worry myself with, you know, oh, what could be better? Like to me, it's like, well, I know what I have is great. So I'm not worried about anything else. But like after a long time of doing the same thing, and it wasn't even so much me. It's like my wife brought it up to me. She was like, I think like not necessarily our love life, but like we need to work on some other things. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, I'm down to do all that. Like, what do we need to do? You know what I mean? So she I brought never, that to you. Yeah. And it wasn't necessarily like this has gone stale or our love life is stagnant, but we're both really busy. She's a nurse and a photographer and I'm like stand up comic. Sometimes I'm not around, you know, so I don't always like I grew up with no real relationships in my family. My father left when I was a kid. There was nobody in my house that it was in a, it was in a relationship. Everybody was single. So for me, sex is something that happens behind closed doors and at night. You know what I mean? So like when I when we first started like dating and married, the idea of like morning sex was like, oh my god, what are we? You know, fucking truckers. You know, <laughs> no, you have it at night. You know what I mean? And like, we'll, we'll we go, we eat, we relax, and then we have sex. Like to me, it wasn't like something you could just do whenever. So like, I was never like that type of dude to be like, let's fuck right now. I always viewed those people as weak. Like growing up, I, yeah, I always had a lot of friends that like had kids as teenagers. And I'm like, you can't keep your dick in your pants or at least pull All out. That, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like to me, like I always view people that like some people got potent cum. So, dude. so yeah, so, so like so people that actually, react to their to the urges right away. Yeah, so you to viewed, me that's weak. You viewed almost sex as uh, lacking self control. If you, to some degree, at the beginning of my relationship, yeah, especially as a teenager, I think I just used that as like a defense mechanism to get the fuck out of Newark. I didn't want to have. I didn't yeah, want to have a kid before. Yeah, I didn't want to be that guy who became a statistic. My whole life, that was me. All my friends were dealing drugs, but like, I don't even want it anywhere near me. You know what I mean? I don't want to get arrested in a car. I got arrested in a stolen car twice, and I'm like, why the fuck you tell me this was a stolen car? My friends like, you think we own Mercedes? Like, you know, <laughs> we live in the projects, man. I'm like, good point. You know, but like, I always was that guy. Everything I did was like, but you went a lot of hurts <laughs> yeah. points. God damn it, man. This man, ain't you, a rental. It's gonna be a great screen. You got to get famous enough to make this movie. Yeah, <laughs> tell me about it. Yeah, well, could you guys help? Uh, Katie, help me out. How do I do this? Uh, oh. But yeah, so like I always viewed sex to me as like, this is something you do later on in the day. It's not like whenever the fuck you want. You know what I mean? Even though we were like very sexually active in the beginning of our relationship, uh, it was always something that like I never went with the impulse. You know what I mean? I did it when it was right. So when she brought this up, she was bringing it up about sex or just about the relationship Just in like general? about a couple of things. Like okay. a lot. You know, financially. So what did you guys do? We just, I, was, I think she thought I was going to react defensively because I'm like, you know, sometimes I could be like that stereotypical Latino dude. Who, like, you can't really hurt my machismo. You know what I yes. mean? But, like, dude, I'm in my 30s now. That's done. You know what I mean? I'm happy with who I am. So she brought it up. I think she brought it up very tentatively, thinking I was going to react like, what the fuck you mean? You know, like, defensive. And I was like, what do you want to do? Let's do it. Let's work on it. You know? So what did you guys do? Do you remember? Well, yeah. We just, we sat down and we talked about it. I Since the beginning of my relationship, 
I saw such bad relationships growing up and I saw such lack of relationships that I said to my wife, I'm like, if you're mad about something, talk to me about it. I don't care if you think it's going to make me mad and I'm going to do the same to you. You know that old trope of like, do I look fat in this shirt? Do I look fat in this dress? If I think she does, I'm going to tell her. You know what I mean? Like that's been that way back and forth. Like I leave no stone unturned. Like when my wife is mad at me about something because of the garbage, I talk to her until I figure out what it's really about. Yeah. Because I grew up around enough women that I know, especially I grew up in a house with six Cuban women. I get it. You yell about what's in front of you, not what's really bothering you. So I learned you got to keep digging until you get what's really at the core. So when she brought that up to me, it was like, all right, let's sit and let's figure this out. It was uncomfortable. I had to cancel spots. I oh, had to, really? You know, yeah. I had to like, I'm like, we're not leaving this room until we figure out what the deal is. And a lot, it, took a t- it took a while, too, because like I was going through like a big thing in my career at the moment that took a lot of my time. So like there was moments where we really didn't talk to each other. And I'm like, yo, this might be over. I thought this was like going to be done. But like when the moment came for us to finally sit and like deal with what the issue was, I'm like, yo, let's just do it right now. You know what I mean? And I'd never want to be the person that if somebody, if she did say to me that she thought like our love life was stagnant or not as enriched or as wild as she wanted, I don't want to be one of those people that's like, well, I'm not going to do it now because that's embarrassing. No. You know, I'll walk in wearing all leather late. I don't care. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like whatever makes her happy also makes me happy. That would also make me happy. Yeah. Buddy, I'll do it for you. <laughs> me too. Yeah. I'd love to see you in leather. Yeah, it's I don't not see fun. you trying to take it yeah. off. Yeah, that's hilarious. Can we get a lot of talcum powder, maybe yeah. some butter? I picture you yeah. in a full leather outfit, zipper mouth, yeah. with a rubber ball in it, and very little breathing room. Yeah. 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 Newark accent the, mumbling. Just doing the dishes. <laughs> uh, but she didn't suggest, like, go see a couple's therapist or anything like that? Right? No, not at all. And you know what? I'm kind of... I don't want to say because it sounds... I feel like a Cro-Magnon man when I say it, but I'm a little bit anti-therapy in really? the sense that, yeah, in the sense that, like, I'd rather try my hardest. What would Mark Norman do for jokes? Yeah, <laughs> tell me about it. Yeah. Uh, Jews, still. Um, <laughs> I think one of, the, one of the most difficult things I feel is, like, the comfort some people have in talking to somebody else versus the person that you have the thing with. So my wife goes to therapy, and I'm really happy about it. But personally, if I have a problem with my wife, I'm going to tell her about it. Yeah, but sometimes you need an objective opinion objective that has observer. no emotional stake. True. I get it. Wow. And that's why I think for other people... You, you dropped that in... A, in well, in because th- I'm the same way as I grew up in an Irish Catholic family that has the only emotion we're allowed to express is anger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're basically and joy, allowed... Yeah. And you get a green light to basically act as any, you know, furious, say whatever the mm-hmm. fuck you want out of anger. And then after you're done, it's like... Well, that was okay. I was angry. That was like, then, and this is now. Yeah, yeah, and so we didn't communicate. We didn't believe in therapy. We didn't get to the emotional core of anything. And so the breaking point of my relationship was probably like six years ago, where I like have such internal anger issues from growing up in a turbulent household mm-hmm. myself. A lot of the stuff that even like you know dishes, conversations, horseshit like that that I'm hearing subconsciously, my mother, get, you know, bossing me around and all this shit, and I'm not even processing it properly in the present. I'm just thinking about all this like childhood horse shit and but I'm you, so you weren't conscious of that though of right? course not yeah. no and I was so angry that I remember you know I'm a big punching through things guy like I punched walls when I was a kid yep. and so I fucking fired a punch through the bathroom door pulled my hand out and instantly texted a therapist <laughs> I was like yeah, I think that's about it I think that's about time and yeah. I should do it just and swiping the blood off the yeah. screen no but honestly and once I took like once I took individual accountability for myself and tried to find the root of like you know what was going on with me why i was so angry why i was so depressed why i had so much like kind of unaccounted for anxiety that uh has helped immensely with our relationship she's gone individually we've gone like three times together it wasn't like a practice or anything like that more of just kind of like 
Let's see how this goes with a mediator. You went, you, you went to a separate one, or you went to one or, or, one we, or the other? Weirdly enough, we actually, and I would not recommend this, we initially individually went to the same therapist, and then we would come together like and and kind of talk them all out so i don't know if i would recommend that with uh you know just somebody knowing too much about your shit or yes. not being able to be objective and honest uh, you know if they pick sides yeah, or they something pick like side. that yeah. yeah this guy was relatively good i had my own issues with him outside of that which uh stopped me from going there now but uh yeah i, I credit therapy with uh the prolonging and survival of my relationship is that that's right great. yeah that's amazing see yeah. i'm not anti in the sense that i think you shouldn't do it i just think for me I'm like, I can't imagine what it is that I can't talk out. If I hit that point, then I'll do it. Yeah, I, well, I can't talk out anything. You just want to get your ideas maybe in order where you're not reactionary. So my big problem is like, is I want to talk about something in the moment and I'll be like almost emotionally invested to the point where we can't even get to the issue because I'm so frantic yes. about wanting to even talk about it. See, that's so where you and I are so different. Like I'm almost, I think some, most of the time emotions are a waste of time. Most of the time. What? Yeah, I but think you're most a sociopath. Of the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 maybe. Like here's like, but it's, you can say that, but yeah, no. Are, are, yeah, but are you telling dead me ass that, in um, practice? Yeah, no, but are you telling me emotions never drive you? No, I don't know. You're, I wouldn't say that. You're completely independent of, no, of any. No, I certainly wouldn't say that. But I think they're a waste of time. I feel anger, but I tell myself, what is it that you're angry about? Go fix that, as opposed to be angry. Yeah, I get frustrated like everybody else. I get angry like everybody else. I have moments where I get jealous like everybody else. But I try to tell myself, where does that come from? I grew up in a family that was like so quick to fly off the handle, similar to yours. Like seeing my mother and my sister like fist fight wasn't out of the realm of reality. That was like every night. Just seeing people just yelling at each other. And I'm like, you're angry because your husband left. You're angry because you can't do what you want and you have no dad. Can we talk about that and stop throwing shit at each other? But you learned how not to behave, whereas a lot of people learn how to behave. Right. And then they can't separate. So you just saw it and was like, I don't want to be like that. So like you I learned emotional intelligence. Exactly. Do like you ever worry about the intellect? just to intellectualize the emotion and not necessarily properly express it will ever catch up? Yeah, By the way, just so you know, this is the beginning of an intervention. Yeah, clearly, <laughs> is my wife going to pop that out of the fireplace? I'm asking a question that applies to me because I do the exact same thing. I've been off of therapy for like two years, and I've put into practice a lot of the stuff that I've learned. But I still think that there are times when I can succumb to emotional, like you know, bubbling, where it, where it bubbles up, even if I know what I'm what I'm looking at and understand how to you know solve it. It's still the raw feeling of it sometimes takes over yeah I look if you ask my wife she'd tell you that I'm probably like like you know I I, I sort of like emotionally stunted maybe is probably the term or like I lack sort of that ability to get the emotions out because I just want the thing to go away and I would tell her that the reason why I think she's wrong is because I want to live in that emotion like if I get sad about something I want to be sad mm. and feel it and then get it out get it out of the way move on I had that already I dealt with it let's move on I never want to do what happened to me when I was a kid and let those emotions fuck up someone else's life. So, like D says, I shut off. I'm like, I don't shut off. I just, I didn't grow up throwing plates. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, her family is super Jersey, Italian, and Irish. They yeah, throw shit every the time thing. they're upset just, about everything. Let me just throw this out. Uh-huh. Throwing plates is not the only way to shut off. Sure. So, what I'm saying is that the intellectualizing is actually a way to disconnect yourself from the actual emotion. But, but I'm not because not you're having the emotion. I'm in control. Sure, but I'm not saying I'm not allowing myself to have the emotion. I'm just like saying, let me experience it. Let me go through the stages of it, 
and then control it a hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I'm just trolling. No, you're right. No, you're hundred percent right. <laughs> but like, at least that way, I'm not. I know when I'm upset. If I go to my wife with this emotion now, it's going to cause an issue. Does and that make sense? Yeah, but as well, I always find we just don't have the words for all the emotions. Like sometimes you're not sad, you're not angry, and it's really hard. How do you communicate that then if you're feeling something you don't understand? Do you communicate it to your wife? Are you like, I don't know what I'm going through right now. Like when I was a kid, I got held up at gunpoint when I was like 12 years old. And I just learned English like two or three years before that. And I didn't react. I told the guy I had a bag with a lot of clothes in it. And there was a store. I'm not going to go through the whole story, but they give you little bags when you buy a shirt. And I didn't have a lot of money. But if you buy three shirts or like a pair of jeans, you get the big bag. And I have this store name on it. I was mm-hmm. really proud that I got to go to the store. So I'm walking up the street. Guy puts a gun in my mouth. And he goes, give me the bag. And I go, dude, come on. It's the big bag. Like I'm like reasoning with a guy with a gun, <laughs> which is stupid. You don't do it. You give him the bag. With it in your mouth. Come yeah. on, man. He actually, pushed, he actually pushed it and it went in my mouth. But he put cool. it like right to my face. And I was like, all right, here you go. Take the bag. Clearly, you want it more than I do. Took the bag. And then I like realized like I got on the bus back. And I was like, holy shit. I could have died in that moment. I didn't realize it in that moment. I'm like, come on, dude. Get this out of here. Right? So, like, from that moment on, I realized, like, if I would have reacted angry or scared, I could have triggered that dude. You know what I mean? And he could have reacted in a bad way. He might have gotten scared and pulled the trigger. Something like that. So, I think I learned in that moment that's like, all right, you don't bring that emotion elsewhere. You know what I mean? You don't outwardly yeah, I mean, show. I'm pretty sure that the average therapist says, don't base your life on how would I react if I had a gun in my mouth. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you're holding it yourself. That's why you need a therapist. That's how I might make my most basic decisions. <laughs> I, I just burnt this burger with no, your shoes today. Honey, now honey picture a gun. I know you're saying that sometimes I'm not that affectionate, but here's what I think. <laughs> when I had a gun in my mouth, yeah. I just took it easy. <laughs> Actually, I would tell you that I'm probably very affectionate. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm kidding. I'm but like, just to show, like, I think that's one way that our relationship has had maybe some struggles is my wife in the beginning was very like she would demonstrate very big her emotions and I'm like this is all a dog and pony show at this point like this is too much you can't be that angry and then be that happy after it listening to you now it yeah, makes no, a little bit more sense it's just Italian yeah <laughs> but like to me it's like what is it that you're really upset about like let's sit down and talk about it okay so let me ask for some basic tips right so like you guys together a long time. Obviously that's just it's just natural. Sometimes you get frustrated, somebody's in a bad mood, somebody's not. Do you have any of like the simple shit like let's just take 30 minute break and come back to this? Cuz I know for myself that sometimes it's just so fucking important that I don't lose the battle. And then like the next day I'm like I could literally not give a fuck. Right. Don't, I don't even I don't need her to say so. I don't need to say anything cuz it literally doesn't matter. So do you guys have any of that yeah, that's like I'm terrible at it, by the way. <laughs> right. In the moment, I, I Well, literally because it's tough to create healthy boundaries while you're spiraling, right? Yes. So, like, that's a thing that my wife and I have gotten better at over the and years. And is that a term you got from therapy, spiraling? Yeah, and kind of just how the feel. I, I don't know if he gave also it to me. Also, page one of his comedy notebook. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> I mean, it's all, that's what I am. I'm co- a constant spiral in terms of, like, internal self-doubt, anxiety, hatred, anger, all that stuff. But for a relationship, my wife and I, like, I used to be like the guy, no, don't leave. You can't leave until we figure this out. Oh, right. Almost like blocking or like, no, we got to fucking talk. That like yeah. being like a real, almost like a bully, like a piece of shit just to try to almost assuage my internal like chaos because she's upset and I can't stop it and I can't control it. So I would want to handle it right then and there. But now I've gotten assuage, better. by the way. Not bad, right? Great but vocabulary. now I've gotten better at the like, okay, it would benefit both of us if 
I took a walk or if you took a walk like I, I don't think that you're gonna leave forever like that's that's part of my big thing is like if she leaves during the fight that's it like I'll never see her again or she'll get kidnapped or like you know <laughs> yeah. I have all these crazy she'll get run over by a car and you'll feel yeah. bad oh my god yeah. like, right now it's my fault that's <laughs> an Irish that's an Irish guilt thing I'm always like course. tell me you love me before you leave oh, I we all fight. <laughs> I, this might be an Irish thing also but uh, th- since like the last like month I've had some really morbid thoughts about dying before my kid gets here or like dying within the first couple months. Like it's been a recycle constant of just like, well, I'm going to fuck up. I'm not going to be here for him. I'm going to die, but I'm going to ruin everything. Constant on loop. It's a weird thing. It's an Irish thing, yeah. yeah I have so dreams about dying I all the time. I think I might be having a kid thing, though. Oh, you yeah. like, People always say, well, people always say when you have a kid, like suddenly you're just afraid all the time. Well, yeah. you're, you also, it reminds you of your own mortality. I never thought about it before, mm. yeah. And now I'm like, now I, I don't believe that. Live for. I believe you thought about death a lot. No, no, I thought about trying to actively pursue it. Yeah, maybe like a little <laughs> bit for real. Like you know, where a bunch of my friends died, and like I, uh, I went through some family shit, and like and to the point where I was like drinking, driving, mm. doing blow, and I was like, hey, what happens happens. I don't give a fuck. Let's go. Let's push this red line. Let's I had a lot of crazy. friends who went that way. I had a friend who was like the nerdiest kid in the world. Nerdiest, like afraid of everything. One of our friends got shot. He was doing some dirty shit. And this kid just became, like, the biggest gangster. But you could see it was, like, the guy who drinks and drives. Like, he was just doing it yeah. to just put himself out there. Like, he didn't care if he died. Yeah. And everyone's like, he's so tough. I'm like, he's scared. Yeah. He's like the great cat that's always the running way. through the woods towards a bullet. Yeah. <laughs> he just yeah. accidentally happens into a purple heart. Yeah, I totally. So do you have I any totally good reference? I totally read a book. <laughs> Yeah, I've uh, read it. I'm like, I never even saw the movie. I'm like, totally, dude. Crazy oh, reference. I've read The Great Gatsby like three times. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They drive right through Flushing, which is where I'm from. Uh, yeah, so have you got any uh, long-term relationship tricks? Yeah, I think, I think one of them out of a jam. I think one of the most important things that I, especially like friends of mine will ask me, is that they're like, yo, whenever we get into a fight, she brings up shit from the past. And it's like, you know, don't do the same thing. I think like they're like, oh, I'm starting to remember. Th- I'm Tip like, for tash, it's not what yeah. you do. You don't also. So what about you? Add more. But that's what I'm telling him. I'm telling you the same thing. Don't do the same thing. Like, let if someone's very upset and they're the same thing that I said before. If someone's very upset and they're bringing up shit that's got nothing to do with it, get to what it is about. There's so what about reason? when you're upset? What's your trick? I don't really get that upset. <laughs> uh, if I'm upset about something, I tend to t- I tend to stay away until I'm less upset, so that I don't say something stupid or I don't come to her in anger so for me it's like take a walk and do, do something you love you know play play fifa that's my i work thing. out or cry i watch friday night lights a lot uh-huh. you probably and do both I at the same good, time if i need a good cry or surprise america's got talent auditions or soldiers coming home that'll douche the feelings uh, pretty quick america's got talent does bring up the yeah. old tears yeah and, <laughs> but do you find when you're just saying about how you're like not emotional that you're not like crying but you're like i'm sad about this yeah does the other person not take it as seriously when you're not showing the emotion. Well, my uh, my cousin passed away. He was a great guy. He went running at a high altitude when they told him not to, and he had a heart attack. And this kid like helped raise me, and that hit me like a ton of bricks. But not right away. When I found out he passed away, I was like, oh no, that sucks. Like I was upset. But his nephew, who he helped raise, because his nephew, his brother-in-law was murdered when the kid was born. So he helped raise him. He messaged me on Facebook. And like the moment I saw What's Up, the idea that this kid helped raise this kid and now he's passed away. So he took over and now he's got to do the same thing for his kid. I just, it hit me like a ton of bricks and it, well, like water started pouring out of my face. I wasn't even crying. I was just like, 
releasing liquid out of my face. Like, <laughs> foreign tears are to you. I wasn't even yeah. Like yeah. My but my lip wasn't quivering or anything. I was just full blown like I went to like stage ten of crying without going through the first nine <laughs> and thirty eight years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So my wife walks in as it's happening and she's like, "What the fuck?" Like. You know, she's only seen me cry like six times. Get in your room, bitch! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see me yeah. like this! Turn your face! Uh, and as she just came up to me and hugged me, and we, we hugged for a minute, and she's like, what happened? And I'm like, you know, Pedro died. And she's like, yeah, I know, but... And, like, you already dealt with this like a week ago. I'm like, nah, the kid messaged me, and I told her the whole story, and now she's crying. And like like, like I said, I wanted to... I, n- I didn't want to like stop myself from crying just experience the emotion yeah. you know wait till the water's a little less rocky and I think that's the same thing when I'm upset if something really makes me upset I'll wait until I know I'm not going to say it in anger like my wife did something the other day that I was like she did this knowing I would clean it up later and it pissed me off like she did this and left it purposely knowing I hate it when it's like this and I'll clean it up and I'm like, yo, that's like taking advantage of me. You know what I mean? So how did like, you deal with that one? So like, that's a good one. That's a good practical, like yeah. low-level irritant yeah. that, can, yeah. that can spiral out. Because like in my head, I'm like, what am I, some little bitch? Like every time this is fucked up, I'm going to come in and clean. Like that's what immediately went through my head. And then I was like, okay, this is a woman who loves you. You know what I mean? Clearly not treating you this way. And I waited. And then like two days later, I was not angry about it anymore. I went to her and I was like, hey, uh, you did this X, Y, Z. And she goes, you know what? Before you continue, I realized I had done that twice. And I was leaving it for you to clean, and that's messed up. And I was like, okay. Wow. And I wanted to finish it. I'm patching the wall that I punched. I'm like, cool, cool. New picture I put up. Yeah, uh, reacted. Yeah. But so like, you know, you know the way you, you know the way you say like, I, I go for a walk. I go. Have you ever been in a scenario where she's just like, no, we got to deal with this now? Like Mike was saying. Yeah, earlier? same thing I do to her. Like, there was uh, there was a couple times where, like she would be like what what were you doing like that kind of shit and to me it's like dude i'm like the most honest you like wow like what am i doing like i but i also don't want to react like the guy who is cheating or doing something silly or like doing something which is like what oh what do you think i was clearly now you were you know what i mean so i was like what do you what is it that you think was happening and let's talk about that you know what i mean but like she just wouldn't get off the what happened i'm like all right i'm gonna get out of here you do you and i'll come back Oh, but where are you going to go? And every time I tried to take a step out the door, it became a bigger argument. So, like, I just sat there in silence and let her get her anger out. And then at the end, I was like, you ready to talk? Which made her upset that I said that. But, like... Did she say you're a condescending prick? A little bit. <laughs> no, no, I'm just... I'm just... I'm playing the devil's advocate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On. A little bit. And those, that's come up in the past. <laughs> but, like, I'm like, you ready now? Like, I don't... Arguing, yelling at each other doesn't... Saying something louder doesn't mean you're winning. Like, I've grown up with enough Cuban women to know that that's sometimes, especially my sister, my mother at the very least, and my grandmother, my aunt, and my cousins, they think the louder you yell, the more you're winning an argument. I'm like, well, no. Like, there's, there's no winning or losing in an argument if you love each other, you know what I mean? Like, let's just talk about it, and if we could deal with it, we can. If we can't... Is your wife playing. a yeller? Yeah, she's Italian as well. Oh. Uh, yeah. Like, we're, we're both, like, but we've, uh, you know, knock on wood or whatever, but we've gotten to a point, especially in this pregnancy, where, like, I've been... I got to give myself credit where credit is due. From the moment I found out that my wife was pregnant, I've been in like another level of a husband, like A++ in terms of just my empathy, my understanding, my support, my help, my willingness to just 100% be there and go there and, and have her back has been like, you know, I'm, I've kind of like surprised myself a little bit. And uh, 
What was the question? I'm just giving myself props. <laughs> no, no, I was just saying, I, I was asking. He's if like, my dick got bigger. Yeah, yeah. So she's a yellow, and like you know, we. It's hard to argue with with a comic, and especially you know me because I speak fast on stage, and so like I I I get articulate when I get angry. Like that's, that's it's how crazy. I make my fucking living. You know, like uh, I speak Spanish when I get upset. Like I Ricky Ricardo. Like yeah. Spanish, I didn't know English, so I was like eight or nine. So you get. Like, he starts using words with, like, seven syllables. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I don't know why. Like, I, I just get into this real mode where I get very cutting and very and like and kind of personal. Like, yeah. I, I was a piece of shit when I was a kid sometimes because my, my parents had such terrible boundaries and would say such awful things to themselves or to each other that, like, my idea of, quote-unquote, arguing was with my dad where he'd be like, fucking clean your room. What the hell are you doing? And I'm like, shut up, you fat failed actor. <laughs> like, Jesus. Oh, your dad was a failed actor, too? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, <but> that in <laughs> common. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. but my dad was an angry one. My mother was. Oh, I thought you said he was too. I was like, damn, no, no, no. Oh, sorry, damn, Des. Sorry, sorry. I, I was damn. talking about three more years until I'm officially <laughs> failed. Sorry, <laughs> Mike. Did you think I was talking about my dad? No, no. I, I knew you were talking about your dad because we've had this brief. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. okay, <laughs> okay. Sorry. So, that would be pretty cutting. You're like, well, you remind me of my dad. So, yeah. <laughs> you and your dad also. So. <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, I, I've had that problem, too. Like, mm -hmm. I was in a very long-term relationship, and she just couldn't handle it. I get angry. I, I, I would just, like, not understand why she thought it was a problem. Because it was yeah. just so normal to me to be that loud. But you realize that not everyone had that experience. Right. And then it's, it's quite intimidating to them. But it took me years to realize well, that. Yeah, the first few years of our relationship, my wife would, like, go big, and I wouldn't react back. And she'd be like, what's wrong with you? This is, we're arguing. So I'm going to yell, I'm going to get upset, and you do the same thing. And I'll be like, aren't you Hispanic? Put down that Babaloo drum and get over here and yell at but, me. But it irritates people more. When So my mother would like tro throw things. She was very angry all the yeah. time, quick to fly off the handle. And I learned from a small age, just if I didn't react, it would actually annoy her more so it was like my little form of rebellion but then I dated men who were like that and it would drive them insane and would nearly push them they'd be like I don't understand and they would get more angry and I would still stay calm and in hindsight then I would like pretend to be angry just so I could get out of the argument yeah. <laughs> I'm like oh, oh yeah I'm mad too oh. check your watch I really <laughs> wish I could see that even <laughs> putting on the front just like no yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm also <laughs> angry one time my, my ex-boyfriend that I lived it um, he was getting so mad at me and I was like I just know that if I got mad back this will end the argument so I threw my phone just to be like oh yeah I'm mad too <laughs> he's like you threw your phone at the couch oh yeah I, I know I threw it at the bed <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> you don't want to break it yeah 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 I don't nice. have insurance that's calculated. You don't, don't want to break your phone in fake anger. <laughs> no. <laughs> you got the genius boy, genius boy. Like, I don't know, man. I was pretending to be angry. Could you just fix it? Katie has such a nice girl reputation in New York, I've noticed. Because yeah. everyone always reacts. If, if you say anything angry or something dirty, everyone's like, Katie. Oh, no. Oh, he's a sweetheart. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'd be very sweet on the inside or on the outside, which makes me think you're very capable of some evil. Yeah, completely yeah. fucked yeah. up. Kill some what people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hiding, hiding. No one says that laughing unless they've really done it, by the way. <laughs> All right, so just, just in conclusion, let's, let's get a little sexual. Yeah. Let's, oh, let's yeah. have a bit of fun. How's the pregnancy sex going? Super off putting. Oh really? So <laughs> <is> <laughs> I was uh, not expecting that. Yeah. So here's and it's not for like any body shape reason or anything like that. Like I, my wife looks great. I, I really still. She's, am she's very blooming. Yeah, I'm very that's attracted to her still. With that belly, it's kind of like you're fucking me if I had a vagina. Uh, and you know what? That's what makes <laughs> yeah, it hot. That's harder. what makes it hot. <laughs> she's like a hairless Alexis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he's so much. That's what I call her. 
so what's really weird and uh, uncomfortable is like every thrust, you know, say we're going from behind and a fucking baby hand touches my hand as I'm about to come and it's like, what the, well, so I think you're, I you're worried about getting life. a hand job from your child? No, no, I know he can't reach. <laughs> yeah. I know you I'm asked not, the doctor. Uh, yeah. I'm not shaking hand. What I find weird is when I'm gripping her stomach as oh, we're having sex, oh, the baby the will baby. fucking paw me in the oh, palm. Oh my god! Your baby's trying to give you knuckle up, dude. Yeah, dude. yeah. good, good, yeah, good job, so man, bad, dude. So, buddy. Now, now, now when he's born, I'm gonna have to hold his hand just to be able to come. Yeah. <laughs> son, yeah. get in here. Just like high school. <laughs> Yeah, don't touch your belly. Yeah, well, you know, yeah, but I mean, it's kind of unavoidable at this point. No, 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 no funny tales other than that. Like, no, no, I mean, I, you don't have to. I'm just curious. Well, oh well, we have to use condoms now, actually, which sucks because, because I went to Aruba to do gig uh, to do a, a show, and that was going to be our baby moon, but they still have fucking Zika down there. So now, because I was there and even like exposed to it. I can't, she can't blow me. I can't uh, have sex with her without a condom on, if, or else we'll have a fucking Beetlejuice headed baby. And you did steroids. You've already <laughs> right, well, pushed the needle. Irish kid, though, so maybe that'll make his head normal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that, that has been truly the roughest. It'll be four months no blowjob by the time this kid is out, and I assume it'll be quite some time after that as well. So, what a nightmare. Wow, it's yeah. just prep. Because once the kid comes, it's going to be like... Yeah, yeah. You know, the, the way down the priority list for a while, I think. Oh, yeah. No, I'll get her when she's sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just flopping your penis on her yeah. face. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just be slack John. Yeah. I'll, just, I'll just dip it in. So have either of you, like in the, in, the, in the long journey of your sexual lives with your partners, have either of you had a time where you just deliberately said, let's do something quite different to spice it up? I don't like know that you I, don't have to. No, I don't know that I've ever specifically said that, but like, you know, you bring stuff up. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, yeah. yo, you want to try this? Or yeah, like, yeah, you just do it. Like, there was one time where like, I was having so much fun that like, she like pushed me and then I slapped her and I'm like, oh, look at us. And she was like, what the fuck did you just do? And I'm like, I thought that's where we were going with this. Like, <laughs> I thought that's where this elevator was headed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Turns out, no. She I wasn't was, into that. She was not happy, at least in the moment. You know, afterwards, we're cool with it now and we had it. But at that moment, she was not expecting that at all. And she was yeah. like, did you just hit me? I'm like, no, like, it's during sex. Like, I'm allowed to do that, right? <laughs> he's not. No, you're not. <laughs> well, you know, when, it's, it's fine in that scenario. She hit you with the safe word of what the fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's like a long-term couple thing. I feel like you get into like you know two months uh, you're you're super into ass eating or something like that yeah. and then you do that for a while and then other stuff comes up and it's just like you kind of ride the ebb and flow of what you've been watching that yeah. month. Or there's times yeah. where like if she's oh, you guys watch porn together? No, no, I watch separately and then I br I, I study game film and then I bring. <laughs> <laughs> you got notes, game yeah. tape. I got the yellow on the on the monitor like a X's Madden. and O's. <laughs> <laughs> you got a whiteboard. Like you put this leg up here and then I'll come from behind and. But your wife was cool with the ass eating. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I you know, and I'm not a finger up the ass guy, but I do like a tickle around the rim. That's nice. Yeah. We had a whole ass play episode. Nice. So that's great that you guys. Yeah, I've never went that. knuckle deep. I I am certain I would like it. I mean, it's been tested at this point through the roof, so I'm <laughs> sure I would like it. You've uh, prepared for it yeah, quite a bit. But I think yeah. at this point, I'm a little I'm a little nervous about like what she would tell her friends. But you you guys have. <laughs> <laughs> he like he, he likes three fingers up there. Yeah. Sort of thing. yeah. Who's that? No, that's oh, her saying it to her oh, friends. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, honey, the whole fist slipped in. I've never seen anything <laughs> like it in my life. I mean, in fairness, I take 
gargantuan shits, I'm assuming I could take a few knuckles. <laughs> Do it before she gets arthritis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you guys have, yeah, so you, you've not been afraid to introduce a No, not at all. Yeah. I think there was like a period of time, like a whole year, where like, Every time she was in the shower, I'm like, ooh, you know, like <laughs> introduce myself into the shower. Did, did, did either of you guys ever get surprised by a suggestion that came from your wives or your, you know, your partners at the time? No. I don't think so. No. no, I think I've known her for so long. Yeah. That I mean, unless it was like, yo, this is Steve, then I'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, like, I'm totally fine with whatever. Except that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I could care less what I'm you want I'm a simple to guy. Do. As long as it's consistent, like, I'm uh, I'm perfectly satiated. I also feel like I got this thing to hold up of, like, the Latino lover. Like, she has to finish first. Yeah, you got to eat box for, like, three hours. Yeah, which I'm fine with, okay? <laughs> I've prepared myself for eating for quite a while. <laughs> like, I'm totally cool with that. In fact, love it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, I, I understand, like, Clown I'll go buffet. last and I'm fine with it because I kind of get tired after I go anyway. Oh no! Oh, no, I like getting yeah. her out of the way because then there's yeah. no pressure on that's lasting so long. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like you so get done yet. perfect. Now I'm <laughs> just gonna lurch free, inside yeah. you for 35 free seconds pass. until I finish. Hundreds, <laughs> hands and knees, and we're out of here. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Feel free to text while I'm doing yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I barely need you here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is true though yeah. I, I, I've made a few jokes about that but yeah. I, get them out of the way first then you're good yeah, yeah. I have a friend who's like oh I don't eat pussy that's gay and I was like oh. what is wrong with you it's actually no. the opposite he's an of enemy. gay yeah. yes. he's an enemy of this podcast yeah, yeah. I just don't this get is a very it truly the opposite like, of gay yeah. yeah no I can't think of anything better <laughs> yeah, I'm almost fine with just that it's the easy way yeah yep. eating is cheating that's the joke I have it's so easy I feel like yeah. it's cheating yeah. <laughs> eating is cheating <laughs> And it's only, you only have to do it three weeks out of every month. Yeah, you know? I, when um, I when you were doing that bit in Ireland, it was great for me to watch because my sister was sitting beside my uncle and my father, and he was doing eating is cheating and blah, blah, blah. And my sister was dying, and then I get to see my uncle her and my dad. Her sister's 16, <laughs> just for the record. Oh, so oh, she's, seven, she's 17 this month, though, but it yeah, was a but funny experience. Six, What's the, the age of your old so she's snorkeling at 16, huh? What's snorkeling? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> she, was, she was anti going. What well, Didn't she tell you that she thought that was disgusting? There is an attitude around the age group of friends that, that kind of said that uh, blowing guys is very accepted. Um, she's heard the conversation about it, like a lot of guys would expect that her age, but all of her girlfriends would have said, oh, you know, uh, yeah, that it's kind of, they're embarrassed by it, I guess. By, by getting a guy going down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Matteo Lane, who actually was a guest on the Des Bishop point. podcast in the past, has just walked over and distracted yeah. us. And I'm, I'm busy, so I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Matteo's a future guest of the podcast. He's going to tell us about <laughs> taking it in the ass. Hopefully with Emma. Yeah, Hopefully yeah, with Emma Wilman, who's also just walked out. <laughs> but uh, we literally just discussed that earlier. That's now they're playing it real gay cool, like yeah. they're not interested <laughs> in, our, cool. in our cool. monogamous heterosexual conversation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't like when a dick goes in a pussy, huh? <laughs> We're having, actually, it's Pride, isn't it? Pride it is. month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pride month. We should yeah. have them on soon, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys could discuss this after we're off. Either we're going to have them on or we're going to have the monsoon season. Yeah. Uh, how are you doing, George? Oh, it's getting very busy all of a sudden. Well, actually, we're going to finish. Do you have any questions before before we uh, um, before we wrap it up? Oh, Katie's got notes. I just, because a few people messaged us on Instagram with questions, so I just want to see if we, we might have already gone through all of it. So Let's get it. Oh. Check it out. Go into my screen. Are you shots. not in a long-term relationship anymore? You were before, Currently, right? no. Okay. Currently, no. I'm doing a lot of research for the podcast, so I can't commit right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you doing a lot of apps? Uh... 
yeah, lot we of swipes. Yeah, we discussed the apps. Yeah. Do a little Raya. How yeah. often? Uh, yeah, how often? Can't, I can't break the code of Raya, but I right. matched with one or two interesting ones. Oh, nice. Nice. Good for you. I can't we'll break the code, it. though. We'll talk about it when the mic's The off. Raya code. I helped my buddy make his video for Raya. Oh, I didn't do a video. I just oh, do no. a picture. So. Okay, so we've said a lot of it, but one was... Does social media, who they follow, like, uh, have any effect on them? Do you find social media affects your relationship? Oh. Yeah, like, my wife follows way more booty accounts than I do. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't follow any. Like, I don't really care. Like, I'm not a huge into porn or anything like that either. Like, if I'm horny, I'm like, that's what I'm married for. You know what I mean? Uh, like, well, I'll ask her to do something if she's down with it. You so know? you're not snooping around her Instagram or anything? Not really. I could kill her. Like, we have each other's phone passwords. I'm just not that type of dude. Like, I'm not yeah. jealous or whatever. I'm a little bit possessive at times i get that because i have such a good time with her that i want her to i'm like those aren't your friends i'm your real friend you know uh (laughs) fuck those people they're whores no i'm joking uh totally kidding ireland um but like there's times where like she'll pull something up i'm like dude if i had that on my phone you'd be furious but as well now she knows how to twerk so maybe it's not that big of a deal (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's kind of dope I, I follow a lot of uh, models and stuff like that because that's what I like looking at. My wife and couldn't she care, care less. Yeah, no, she doesn't because care. I'm not doing anything. If I was DMing people, that would be like, you know, I'm pretty sure she'd be able to sniff it out of me. Like if I was being a weirdo. I've just never yeah. been a weirdo. You've so never like, been a DM guy? No, it's just not. I'm not looking for it. You're I, not I, worried I, about your phone lying no, to be, around? No, no. To be perfect. No, I give it to her. It, to be perfectly honest, I like... I am thrilled to be married to somebody that I like because it's just one less thing to be concerned with. Yeah. So if I if I had on top of like a career and like making money and all this shit, if I had to worry about like who I was going to date and try to get laid and all that stuff, it would uh, it would just add to the pool of of self hatred. I can't imagine being single. My my aunt gave me great advice when I was back home. She was she's in a really really long term, like it was like thirty years I think, but she said. When you're choosing who you're going to be with, make sure that you'll always like them because you won't always love them or you won't always be sexually attracted to them, but make sure you can still like them. Yeah. And uh, I thought that was really good advice. Yeah. yeah. Smart. Can I ask, you can just give a quick answer to this, but if you found yourself like weirdly sexually attracted to somebody or like talked to somebody after the show and was just like had a moment of like, fuck, I, could, I would love to fucking yeah. bang this girl. Would you go back and say it? To my wife? Yeah. Um... I don't know. I would probably jerk off that to it and be happy with oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. Yeah, I'm fine. En- yeah. I'm fine enough with that. With like yeah. knowing that that's I probably could have slept advice. with somebody is like okay, cool. Could have done it. Now uh, instead of yeah. you know again lurching my on top of you for eighty <laughs> seconds, <laughs> yeah, I'll go yeah. back to the. My window. wife seems to think sometimes like there'll be people talking to me after a show, and she's like, "That girl totally wants to fuck you," and I'm like, "No, she does." Like I don't see it. Like I'm like, really? Like why? <laughs> like go fuck somebody who looks better, you know. But honestly, for all the men out there, I, I I think it's not said enough how many problems are solved by fucking choking one out. I mean, it yeah. is amazing yeah, how yeah. the yeah. minute your fucking load is blown, how so you can save you yourself just, so much. You hassle. just think like a human being, not right common back, sense not flies a, right back into your brain. It's an it's an intoxicant, right? It like might as well be booze or like another drug, testosterone and jizz and all that stuff yeah, all building the stuff up inside you. It can make you make some fucked up decisions. Yeah. So if you just drop a healthy batch, you're going around, you know, thinking like a human. I also think it's like it's simple, but think about like if this were to happen and they knew about it that would end everything and then yes. what would your life be like it. it's like at the end of the day what's what's the point of this well and yeah i found that a lot i've dated a lot of jealous guys and they've been 
you know, they've been worried about me being a bartender or a comedian. I'm like, look, firstly, you dated me because you think I'm attractive. So why would you not think other people think I'm attractive? Also, for women, we've been dealing with rejecting people since we were 13. So why don't you think I wouldn't be able to deal with that now that I'm in a relationship? So it's like just being secure and, you know, just not even worrying about it. Most of the time, the worry is worse than the 100%. actual act 100 percent. a buddy of mine cheated on his wife got caught and then he married the girl he cheated on her with and i'm like well what do you think this is gonna end you know i'm like <laughs> she was she knew I that wife know. they sound like they're meant to be she yeah. knew the wife i'm like what well, come on now like whatever maybe they're still happy i haven't talked to him in a minute but i'm like jesus christ yeah that's, that's a toughie silly. she openly cheated <laughs> you got any more there would Katie? you guys ever have threesomes in in uh, no. long term but before I ask question, because no. there was a specific question. No, so you're no I don't no. think so. Then that won't. And then not with my. I've had it before with casual people, but not like yeah, not, not like in a relationship. Yeah, where it's like, it's can we add somebody to the mix? I don't want to do that. That's just a recipe for disaster. I think. Although some people are really some happy people pull to pull it off, yeah. but I think yeah. it's very difficult. And then there was two questions about thinking about having sex with other people, but you just answered that yeah. where you well, like. That, but that's a conversation my wife and I had where we're like, oh, who knows what what we're gonna feel like 15, 20 years into our relationship, and maybe we're gonna look for like maybe we'll stay married and date other people. Like, we have no idea what that could look like. Obviously, it's going to play much differently now that we have a kid. And it's <laughs> not even something that I've given real thought to. And I'm sure she hasn't really as well because we're just happy. But who knows what the fuck could happen? You know, yeah. we're, we're kind of open just to being cool and married together for a long th- forever. So, you know, don't worry. We're going to check happens. back in next year and see how <laughs> yeah. you're getting on. With how is now it that you have a kid and yeah. you managed to prioritize me time for, you know, imagine having like so yourselves. many more threesomes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my kid just holds my hand <laughs> every time. <laughs> my wife so met some great women at the breastfeeding yeah. group. I, uh, <laughs> my wife and I always said from the beginning, if you're attracted to somebody else, please tell me. Don't do something behind our back. Don't fucking this up. Uh, it just never happened on either one of our ends. So, you know, not that I expect Touch it wood. will. Yeah, I hope it never does. <laughs> yeah, Mike just grabbed yeah. Mike yeah. just grabbed my dick. Oh, I thought you were touching the wood of his chair. I was like, why don't you touch your own? <laughs> yeah, dude, why don't you touch your own, dude? Listen to Katie, dude. Mike and I uh, host a show together, and this is literally. Oh, you guys do a show together? Yeah, this yeah, is literally not be- a podcast, a live show. Oh, live yeah, like a yeah. stand-up show. But this is what the beginning of it is. I know. Yeah, no. yeah, we do it live, dude. It's so weird. You have to be here in human form to experience yeah. it. People get offended, dude. Yeah, funny. If any one Irish. time somebody sent us an email and it said like and then one of the hosts threatened to suck my husband's dick and funny. it was Mike because <laughs> yeah. this guy had a luggage and he wouldn't laugh and at the end of the show Mike goes you either laugh or I'll swear to God I'll come down there and just suck your fucking dick and the guy still didn't laugh and the lady sent an angry email thinking she was sending it to the club she sent it to the show email so we read it the next one and it's still the funniest someone had to write and then the host threatened to suck my husband's dick. Yeah, one star. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck, having to write that. <laughs> yeah, that's a prouder moment of my life. Yeah, that was great. So you guys got anything to plug? Uh, just uh, my dates are at mycanoncomedy.com. Yeah, uh, none of these Irish people are going to your dates. Yeah. Anything well, else? I'd like to go to Ireland to perform. <laughs> but you have that a podcast. Is, and I have a podcast. Oh, yeah. performing yeah. in Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> the Irish Goodbye Podcast. Yeah, really? <laughs> yeah. It's all about, like, you know, booze and stories and, you know, it, Irish goodbyeing. We literally leave every episode on an Irish goodbye. It's me and well, What is an Irish goodbye? Because there's so many, like, there's so many variations of the Irish goodbye. It's leaving without notifying anybody. Yeah, which is actually officially the Irish exit. Is that right? Because growing yeah. up to me, the Irish goodbye was Irish the never-ending goodbye. Yeah. Oh. Irish goodbye is like it never ends. So I know the exact same thing you know, and every time I would bring him up to stage and I was hosting, I'd say the Irish exit, and he'd be like, it's the Irish goodbye, and I'm like, it's well, not the right thing, but hey, whatever. sometimes you get things wrong, and then you have a brand forever. 
is a bullshit. <laughs> everything, everything I've ever discovered that Irish people said was Irish. Every culture is like, oh, you know, the Italians yeah, with yeah. the guilt. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Like, yeah. Everybody's got guilt. <laughs> Everybody's so angry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, at I am Mike Cannon on all social media and Irish Goodbye. Podcast. But the Irish Goodbye podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, if you guys like soccer, um, I have a podcast called The Cooligans. That's good. C-O-O-L-I-G-A-N-S. Uh, up you bows or bows. Shouts to the Bohemians. Whoa, out there watch in Dublin. out. Bows. Bows. That's it. Um, got a jersey and everything. Those are, that's my squad. Shouts to Gary so, Doyle. So you have a, like, a, is, is it focused on European football? or We talk everything. We talk everything from as like we're very proudly American and we love American soccer. So we talk about it all, but we mainly talk about it like not from an American perspective. We talk about it. It's two Latinos from America talking soccer. We're both comedians. It's amazing. We just hosted the Champions League final in Queens, your home, uh, your hometown. What's uh, the MLS? What's your MLS team? We're both t- season ticket holders to NYCFC, the team that plays right. the Stadium. If you ever want to come to a game, let me know. Um, oh, same great. for you, Katie. Cool. Uh, Mike will never come. I'll try, uh, to get, I'll try to get you on the second captain's podcast because they, they like talking uh, American sports. Oh, really? Sometimes. Yeah, let's get it. Uh, so, yeah, check out the Cooligans. Uh, it's the gulliest soccer podcast in the world. Uh-uh. And uh, what else? Oh, yeah. Just go to... What's at, your Instagrams? At not Alexis for everything. N-O-T-A-L-E-X-I-S. At I am Mike Cannon for everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's I am Mike Cannon for everything. <laughs> dot com. Well, at... You want to just remind everybody of yours? Oh, also, hold on. Comment. One more shout out. Sorry. One more shout out to Claire. Claire County uh, Jam Shop. You're the greatest. Aww. Shouts to Vera. Claire County. It's a real American way of saying it. Claire County. <laughs> Claire what? County. Claire How are you supposed to say it? County, County Claire. Claire. Yes. Nailed well, it's it. Called, it's called Claire County Jam Shop. Oh, is it? Yeah. My my oh. I take it back. My apologies. From. And uh, we played them, and he like broke his hand before the game by punching the ground. He was so fired up, and we beat the piss out of them going over there. It was fucking awesome. We got into a fist fight every single game. <laughs> in Gaelic football? In yeah, Gaelic yeah. Park? Yeah, or no, no, Gaelic. in Ireland. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every single game, and they almost always started with a headbutt. Hilarious. <laughs> every fight started. I always started. found that the American Gaelic football was, was more violent than the Irish Gaelic football. Yeah. It's a little more violent. Always, always fights. Well, because we use our sh- we we use our shoulders more and go straight for hits as opposed a to lot just of that. wielding exactly. people off. We use our elbows. Yeah. My that was the first thing my dad taught me for Gaelic football is how to use your elbow, and now I use it uh, walking in the streets in New York. How yeah, and the elbow. one thing I learned for Gaelic football that they had in Ireland that they did not have in the states is every time you would solo or try to try to punt a pass, they would go cleats up at your shin to just like nick your shin mm-hmm. a little bit, so they oh. wouldn't go full full kick at your shin, but they try to nick down with the toe of their foot right really? at your yeah right as your leg it's like so. south american soccer it's the best you gotta go she said them all i played Gaelic football in the girl talked so you gotta oh, yeah? go down in the ball you can't be fucking putting the leg out <laughs> <laughs> my first coach soccer coach was uh this chilean dude who was on work release from jail and he was like <laughs> all your fucking stories have like a crime related yeah well i grew up so in north buddy i didn't grow up in queens shot in the, yeah but i grew up in queens i didn't, I didn't grow up in safe ass queens dog i grew up in <laughs> north <laughs> safe ass part of queens yeah. uh and it's pronounced n-o-r-k but yo so he was like if you ever tackle someone you're both on the ground he's like just take your nails and rip out a chunk of his inner thigh i'm like no jesus <laughs> yeah he was crazy Yikes. Yikes. it was pretty great <laughs> so anyway, it's at katie boy comic yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's it So thanks everyone for listening. Uh, Katie's away next week, so we've actually already recorded uh, an ep. So we'll be talking about period sex and other uh, uh, sort of 
I don't want to say embarrassing is, is we do embarrassing sex stories, but I don't want to suggest that period sex is an embarrassment. So it's kind of like um, some of the awkward stuff you have to deal with with sex sometimes and then one or two embarrassing sex stories. And then I may or may not throw on as a little extra um, a chat I had with my buddy in Vegas, Asher Trelevin, who I, I've just been buddies with a long time. He's quite adventurous sexually. And we've always had great chats about sex. And he's always been quite informative. So I might just chuck that on at the end of uh, myself and Katie's ep next week. Because I just kind of recorded it for the crack. So it's really surplus to requirements. So uh, be a long ep. A little bonus footage next week. So stay tuned for that. Um, if anybody has any uh, embarrassing sex stories they want to share, do share Contact the Shift gmail.com or at des bishop at katie boyle comic share with us and uh, even though katie's away i'll uh maybe i'll i'll, I'll tack it on at the end in these uh, intros and outros uh it's nothing's nothing set in stone so also uh please if you haven't already give us five stars on itunes um we're on we're on spotify now uh, if you don't if people were waiting for that and some maybe people don't know Spread the word. We're on Spotify. Um, and really, that's it. You know? Uh, thank you so much. We love more feedback. And do spread the word. Spread the word in any way that you can. You know? Spread the word on, on Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Tell people about the podcast, that you're having a good time here. Uh, some people are learning. Some people are having a laugh. Some people are getting horny. That's totally fine, too. Anyway, this is The Shift. See you next week. Chat to you next week.